Welcome back to another episode of Chappy Chats. It was an interesting week for me. I was reminded how much I have to watch how I interact with others because no matter how you try to communicate with someone, sometimes they can take what you say and just by the change of one word or an inflection in a sentence, it can sound like you said something totally different than you said. And if a person who wasn't there to hear the conversation hears it, it could be upsetting to them. So I was reminded of that. I was also reminded this week about how do we keep our faith? How do we keep going forward in the presence of so many things that might be telling us to give up, to throw in the towel, to walk away? And as I thought about that, I immediately went back to my life as a Christian. Now, I believe everybody should have their life anchored in something, and I do realize that not everybody's going to anchor their life in Christianity or accept that philosophy as the best philosophy to build your life around. But for me, it is. And so this week, if you're not a Christian, maybe you won't get much out of it because I'm speaking mainly to those that call themselves Christians. How do you keep your faith? What does it mean to keep your faith? When Paul said he had run the race, he had fought the good fight, and he had kept the faith. What did he mean by that? When Scripture talks about hold to the faith, what did he mean when that was put down by inspiration to live generations on to other people who would take up the philosophy of Christianity. And I've thought a lot about that this week. And so I know that in my lifetime, there have been people that have always said, well, you just got to have faith. And I mean, sometimes it's ranged from people being sick and not getting healed. And they would say, well, they had just had enough faith, it would have happened. And yet the Bible describes people with the faith of a mustard seed being able to move mountains. So how much is enough? There's others that say, well, if you had faith, you would step out and you would do that. Well, faith in what? Faith in your ability? Faith in the circumstances? Faith in the calling that you have on your life, that you feel you have on your life? What does it mean to do that? And I think we've gotten confused along the way about faith. Now, over and over again, as I went back to prepare for this podcast, I looked up scriptures that had to do with the faith. And it led me back to the first part of John, where it is indicated that Jesus became flesh. The Word became flesh. And I thought about that. And I thought about the fact of the arguments in Scripture of, did people have faith in the resurrection? Did they have faith in not a resurrection? Did they have faith in a life after death? Or did they not have faith in that? Was it just a faith that you could have a good life here? Now, I think that can be possible because as I've read the Bible and I've studied it and I've tried to live it, and as you know, sometimes better than others, I have lived it. But when I live it, following the rules, not suggestion, rules, guidelines, that I have a better life. My life is calmer. It's more peaceful. 
I get along with other people better because I'm not always in contention with them. I'm not always trying to be better than them or put them aside for something that I want. But I let them be who they are and they let me be who I am. And that's not always been the case. But the more I thought about that and read over those scriptures, the faith is a person and that person is Jesus Christ. So how do we keep our faith? Well, I would simply like to suggest moving forward because there are so many things people want us to put faith in, especially through this COVID pandemic we came through. There were Christians on both sides of mask or not mask, vaccine or not vaccine, and it got really ugly. And when I thought about that and then boiled it down to the end, what was my faith in? Was it in a pharmaceutical company that could manufacture something that might keep me from contracting this disease or from dying from it? Or was my faith in a person who, no matter what happened, has my back? No matter what happens, I have a better life waiting for me. And that's what I came down on, that faith is in a person. Faith is in a belief that there's something beyond ourselves. Now, that can be manifested in listening to experts and government. I realize you can say you have faith in all those things. But what I have faith in is the person who came to earth, lived, died, and rose again. Now, of all the religions that are out there, of all the leaders that are out there, It is only Jesus Christ who said that he would die and come back to life. It is only Jesus Christ that said, if you follow me, you will, not you might, not you could, you hope so, but you will have eternal life. So how do I keep my faith? I keep my faith to realize that what I see is not all there is to life. There are things unseen, just like some laws of nature that we observe. I've talked to you before about gravity. You can say gravity doesn't exist. You would be ludicrous to say that because you see the effects of gravity all the time. And if you went and got on a roof and jumped off, you would feel the effects of it because you would not fly. You would smack the ground. So even though you can't touch it or feel it or see it, you do feel the effects of it because you're not floating off of the planet. You do fall when you jump off of something. That's how it is. That's why they give people parachutes, fall out of a plane. It's going to be a hard landing without that parachute. So that law is there. Aerodynamics, you've flown in airplanes. You can't see the thrust and lift and all of that, but you can feel it because you fly. And if your ability to have the right amount of thrust and lift goes away, you crash. But it doesn't mean that thermodynamics are displaced and are no good. It means we violated them in some way or broke them or didn't go along with them. So we understand that there are many things that we can't see or explain but we know exist and have an effect on our life. It's sort of like in Scripture when it says, you don't know where the wind comes from, but you feel the effects of it. You see the grass moving, the trees moving. 
you feel the hotness or the coolness on your face or hands that are exposed. And so you know there's such a thing as wind. Now, you don't know exactly how all the elements interact to cause the winds to go in the directions they go, but you know the wind is there. So when it comes to your faith, and as a Christian, how do you keep it? I want to suggest that, first of all, you realize your faith is not in your ability. Your faith is not in your failures or your victories. Your faith is in the person. As I said last week, it's not the last thing you do that counts. It's what he did that counts. And then let's go a step further. In the book of John, the fifth chapter, the 38th verse, he says that you diligently search the scriptures, the group he's talking to. They diligently search the scriptures, thinking that in them they find life. But he goes on to indicate that they only point to life, which is him, and they won't come to him. I've used Peter before. He gets out of the boat. He's doing really good. He's walking on the water. But then he decides not to look at Jesus, and he sinks. What happened? His focus of his faith turned from Jesus to the circumstances of the storm and to himself. And so I want to suggest to you how to keep your faith. Whatever's going on in your life, whatever tough time you're having, whatever decision you're having to make and you wonder, in the end, is it going to turn out? Is that verse that says that if you love him and are called according to purpose, that good can come from everything? All things work for good. Not that they were good, but a good comes out of them. Do you really believe that? If you do, remember there's somebody beyond you that is helping you to navigate this life. And remember, as I heard today, that he has a tighter hold on your hand than you have on his. And that's where your faith is. Your faith is not in your ability to grip God, your ability to understand God, your ability to obey God, but it is in him and his ability to bring you to obedience, to bring you to strength, to bring you to be able to act in the way that you should act. And that is done by his spirit, by taking on the spirit of Christ. And the spirit of Christ was to be lowly and meek and self-controlled. It was to be looking to the interest of others more than his own. Because as he did at the Last Supper, taking his outer garment off, wrapping it around, and washing their feet, he said that he did this. John records it because he knew where he came from and where he was going. Jesus certainly knows where you came from, and he knows where you're going, and he knows how to get you there. So if you want to keep your faith, don't listen to the news. Don't listen to the experts and the pundits. Listen to Jesus. Let him fill your heart. Let him fill your soul. Let him fill your focus. Though you can't see everything, you belong to the one that calls things as, that are not as though they are. Blessing, protection, and favor until we meet again.